Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Something Something Podcast year-end wrap-up show. My name is Eric Kasloff, and with me, as always, is Larry Sands. How's it going, Larry? Yo, man, everything is good. I can't believe we've uh, hit another milestone for the end of a year. Jeez. Yeah. Um, I haven't talk, told you about this yet, but since I edit all the shows, I have all of them on an, a hard drive, an external hard drive, going back four years. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man. We should put a mixtape together. Funny. It's like, um, man, I have some of the old LOL podcasts from 2020. Nice. The Something Something podcast from back then. Wow. Man, it's crazy. And I'm, I just, I just like to go through them sometimes and see if I could remember any of the guests. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, one that really sticks out. And I mean, I think this was maybe more than a couple years ago, but it was when we were having, uh, 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 a psychiatrist, no, a therapist. Uh, I had the panic attack on air. Yeah. 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 Man, we've, we've done some really good interviews with some really excellent people. We really have, you know, I always said I wanted us to do a recap show, but do it like a clip show. Well, you know how a TV show will, the two characters will get stuck in a refrigerator and it's like, Hey, remember that time? (laughs) Oh man, Eric, it it's been like a wild and crazy year, you know. Um, and I think when we first started the podcast, I don't know, you know, obviously was to hang out and talk about movies and stuff. Um, but his it's really turned into something special. I think it really has. I mean, it's a network now. Yeah, I know. And man, just to think, we started with the something something, and then we started uh, something about the unknown. Unknown, which will be coming back sometime yeah. in 2023. Yes, yes. Smells like then... teen horror, which has become what's my own thing now, where it's mainly a YouTube channel, and uh, my my Twitch channel, too, is called Smells Like Teen Horror. See, I don't know, like not a whole lot of people, I don't think, because we don't talk about it a lot, but Twitch. Yeah, I am one step away from being able to make money playing video games. I need to have three people watching me for 30 days, and I could make some money playing video games. Man, well, everybody out there listening. Link in the description. In podcast land, go to the description after the show. Go and watch Eric. Now, how does Twitch work? Do they like subscribe to you and they you let well, you? It's people actually really cool. You can. There's two ways. Once you hit affiliate, people can subscribe. You can follow is free, but subscribing it'll cost you a little bit a month. If you have an Amazon Prime account. Since Amazon owns Twitch, you get a free membership to anybody you want. Oh, very cool. Yeah, but I have to hit the last requirement 
before anyone can do that for me. I stream on Fridays night, Saturday night, and Sunday night from about 11 p.m. till about 1 a.m. Really? Yeah. And, and okay, so Twitch is where you, what? You play video games. Yeah, you play video games. Well, you know, you got like my web camera on me, the mic. I'll be playing a game, talking. I'm playing the Callisto Protocol right now. Very cool sci-fi horror game. But then there's games like um The Quarry, which is a horror game, but it's a choose-your-own-adventure game. The Ooh. first time I did it, I failed miserably. So yeah. the second time, what I'm going to do when there's viewers in, when I have a choice, I'm going to let who's ever listening, watching, help me pick out what to do to make it more audience interactive. Oh, see, now that is cool. And obviously you have to have a Twitch account, right? Yeah. To to watch. See, that would be super cool. So so you can, uh, this is cool. And I know nothing about Twitch, but people can talk to you on Twitch. Um, They can type at you. They can't talk to you. And, but you, so you, it comes up, you can read it and then you can reply. Exactly. Yeah. While on air. And by talking to them. Yeah. And it's also like, you know, YouTube has super chats mm -hmm. where people who want to ask a question really badly, they can pay to ask a question. Really? Yeah. Wow. Man, that's kind of cool. Okay. So yeah, the link will be in the description. And Avi, do you, do you throw up like stuff on Instagram and like watch me or whatever? Not yet because it's, uh, my schedule isn't etched in stone yet. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah. But let's talk about the other stuff. Um, We had three other podcasts start. Yeah. Yeah, we did. We had, um, which I'm, I'm really proud of all of our podcasts and yeah. everybody that we've worked with. I think, I think let's start off with, um, with Vito. Uh, yeah, we should get right into it, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we met, you, you start us off then. Well, first off, may he rest in peace. Yes. Yes. And, and I, we should say that, you know, earlier, earlier this year, um, it was a, a total shock and surprise that, that Vito had passed away. It, yeah, um, I mean, how did it happen? He is, I don't remember. He what was that? How did it happen? Um, he went in for a a surgery hmm. for his heart and and didn't come come out. Um. Uh, his son had called, and I, I thought it was Vito, and oh, um, yeah. it was his son, and his son told me what had happened. Um, Vito was an, uh, an author actually because of the podcast that we did, um, <laughs> he was more than an author, but when we met him, he came on the show and he had written a book called yeah. it began in Brooklyn. Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, Doing natural-born storyteller. I mean, oh, he yeah. had so much charisma that he owned the room. You know. Yeah, 
Yeah. It was, um, man, I, I tell you, you know, that's the thing. Um, when you, when you do stuff like our podcasts or when you work with people, you, you get to know them really well. Right. Yeah. And it, it really, uh, Vito was, you know, I think, I mean, he grew up in the thirties and forties, right? And his stories and his life, he just painted a picture of a guy that, that was a go-getter. Really? You know? And man, Eric, it's just, it was so much fun doing the podcast, you know, hearing about these great points in history, getting a, a boots on the ground for lack of a better word reversion of all these events yeah yeah you know i'm Um, gonna tie it in i always wanted to do a show with him and someone we're gonna talk about in the next few minutes i'm guessing and vivian because they were around the same the contemporaries you know age-wise and it would have just been really fun to hear the same stories, like the the same events that happen, but hearing both sides of it. Yeah, yeah. Man, I tell you, it 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 does. You know, I, I guess when you're doing it, you don't realize it, but then, you know, it takes takes things like, like people not being here to really yeah. sit down. And think about like lives, our lives, everybody's lives. So, yeah, yeah. But on to the other person, um, Vivian. Yes. Working yes. with her has, I mean, we were recording, we're back to our old way of doing things. We're recording this at nighttime, like we used to when we were cool before we yeah. got corporate. Um, <laughs> we just did Vivian's episode her year-end wrap-up yeah and that was a really special thing to do oh yeah yeah you know again everybody eric that that we have within our network i mean obviously we've met them and they've been a, a guest on the show um but it was it was really vivian's outlook on life is what has struck me it really is you know her gratitude and she's so happy and thankful uh about everything and really you know that's that's the one thing too about our shows everybody that we've had on you know you you listen to their life and and with creative people you have like two lives right you have your regular life and then you have your creative life and and Vivian's life just melds together somehow, it seems. It really does. You know? Um, she's got a she's got a, a documentary that they've made about her. Have you seen it? No, no, I have not. I have not. Um, I know it's been making the the festival circuit. Yeah. So and uh she's gotten into numerous uh festivals. Uh she has two books. Uh, and we met her with her very first book, From Rubble to Champagne, 
um, grew, she, uh, the tail end of the World War II, you know? Yeah. And, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. The stuff that we do and the things that we get to talk about with Vivian is, is really, you, you could look at it, and I do, as, as life transformational. Yeah, I think that's about the best word for it. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, it just, it talks about life and dealing with life and struggles and how to change that outlook to be more positive. So, you know, I mean, if, if you guys are out there listening and looking for a, a great uplifting podcast, um, lessons learned about life and love hosted by Vivian Knievel. Yeah. Then of course there's Karine. Oh my God. What a bundle of yeah. energy and joy. She's I would love to have Kareen and Vivian in the same room together. Oh my God. That would be, Hey, that, okay. So that, that's a show. It is that, without a doubt. Yeah. That's, that's definitely a show. That would be awesome to talk about. Kareen is absolutely amazing. You know, we met her through her book. Shit isn't a dirty word. Yes. Um, And, uh, we thought, gee, what what a good way to help get the book out. But now it's even it's grown even more, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, and and I know, you know, and I'll talk to her and I've told you and anybody listening to the podcast, her podcast, I tell them almost every I change my eating habits. It's so That's weird. crazy. It's weird, you know, and when you talk about digestive health. And, you know, your gut health um, and and how important it is not just, you know, like to feel good or better about yourself, but to actually live a healthy lifestyle, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And I think the podcasting has definitely been our most work this year has been going into that. I mean, of course, me editing and writing, but compared to last year, this was a much more relaxing year, an easier year when you compare it to that. I mean, yeah, that is... not, not that what we're doing now is easy, but it's easier well, than it... what we were doing. I mean, when you think about it last year, Eric, this time last year, we had just, we'd finished our, our movie. And we finished our film festival. It's so weird to talk about because it seems like it's been a couple years. Yeah. But it's only been a year. But yeah, I mean, we did a movie. We did a a film film festival. The height of the pandemic, by the way. I know, man, how crazy. How, how, uh, how brave of us, Eric. (laughs) Yeah. But this year, I mean, there have been a lot of challenges and, you know, great creative things, but we've done most of it at home. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which, you know, I don't know about you, but I, I get antsy sometimes and I like getting out. I like doing things. I like being around other people. Um, but yeah. I mean, it's it's been good because, you know, when you're just creating and getting everything ready uh, at home, it certainly makes a difference, you know? Yeah. 
And I mean, so, I've enjoyed this year so far. You know, I mean, well, so far, there's only a few days left in it. I, I mean, know. I've learned a lot more about myself this year as a person. Mm. You know, what I want out of life, who I am, how I handle stuff, which is badly. <laughs> What would you say you've learned about yourself this year? Um, you know, uh, if I'm honest, mm -hmm. I think, I think that no matter what the task is, I'm pretty good at doing everything. And, you know, you know, that's the thing, you know, I don't like that saying the master, what is it? A jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah. Which I, I, I know I'm a jack of all trades, but I have mastered, I believe almost everything that is thrown at us collectively and individually for work. Mm. And I think, I think. You know, this could sound weird, but I think a big part of it is like listening and being able to talk to like creative people, right? Because everybody that we've had on, I mean, you know, we all go through a bunch of stuff, right? Personally. Yeah. But then, you know, you, you listen to the people that we've had on and the stuff they go through. And yet at that very moment in time, we're talking to them about, you know, their project, a finished book, a movie, yeah. right? Anything, a song. And I think, you know, I just think that being able to listen to other people has helped me tremendously. Oh. You know? That may sound weird, but I don't No, think I it, get it. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean, you know, every everything that we've done up until now. I mean, you kind of learn along the way, right? And you sometimes you don't do too good because, and then you learn, and then the next time you do it, it just gets better and better, right? I think that's the best way to think about it. Yeah. 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 As and I you think, keep growing as a person. Yeah, absolutely. That's the whole deal is, you know, growing as a person and learning to trust yourself. You know, yeah, I think that that's that's a big thing is is being able to trust yourself to know that you're going to get things done. Does that make sense? Completely. Yeah. 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 So that's that's one thing that that I look at and try to try to do is just just do it hey google stop you know you know what's hey, weird google stop i've got some reminders you know, for eric i'm not you, cutting this out 
dude I, I, you know what so do you have alexa on there too no and in the living room we have an alexa in my bedroom i have a google speaker and of course i have an iphone with me at all times so i have all three of the um, home assistants that's hilarious hey uh so my problem so is i don't have anything in the kitchen I need to get something to go in the kitchen. You need like a ring doorbell to go in the kitchen. No, it has to be another home assistant, you know? <laughs> hey, why can you ask Google to play on Google Podcasts? Because we're on Google Podcasts. Yeah. We're see on Spotify if, also. I know. Well, see if Google can play us and see what she says. Hey, Google. Play the Something Something podcast, a creative podcast on Spotify. This could end okay. really badly. Do something podcast on Spotify. No, no. hey, Google, stop. What, 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 what was it going to play? Please do something. Hey, Google, stop. Hey, Google, <laughs> I mean, hey, Google, hey, Google, stop. Yeah, that ended badly. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing! Live the yeah, tape, folks, live the tape. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's freaking hilarious. Awesome, awesome. You know, I will you... admit, I am. I do subscribe to us on a bunch of our platforms, but I never yeah. listen. I I know. I I should listen. It's the um, the amount of driving that I do. I, I don't be know able why to... you don't listen to podcasts. I know. I barely listen. I I don't know, man. I don't read. I don't. Oh, wait a minute. You know what just popped into my head? I was going to say I don't watch movies. But honestly, can I know this is our wrap-up show, but that Indiana Jones, the new one. Oh, man. That made me tingle. <laughs> That's you like old school on your phone. You didn't watch it like on a TV or anything, right? No, no, I can't imagine being on TV. It, it would give me like the shivers, man. That's Eric. That's a type of filmmaking that, that I love. And we grew up on that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The age of the blockbuster. I mean, to think that, I mean, look at, I just, I don't know that that's like the ultimate where you can just go in and just create and it be, I don't know, man, there's just something about it, but I just, it, it, it reminds me of old school Indiana Jones. Yeah. It's not going to be like, you know, the one we don't talk about. <laughs> I kind of like that one. I'm not going to lie. I like it because of our something about the unknown. It was good research, Eric. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Oh man. Yeah. But this year's been great. I think equally. Yeah. And I was quite surprised with some of our guests, you know, um, the Adams family are always magnificent. Yeah, okay. I got to talk about that. Um, we do have a connection at Shutter now, 
who will be getting us guests. And I just remember she would, we talked to them about coming on and they went to their people because they have people now and they were emailing us. Would you consider having the Adams family on there? All this great stuff about them. I remember, I think I finally responded. You know, we know them, right? They're our friends. (laughs) They spoke at our film festival. We had them on right when they were about to break out and get big. Oh yeah. The deeper you dig, man, that was amazing. Yeah. And you know, that's the thing is I love being able to reach out to people. Um, cause I, I just, it was late at night as one of those movies that we were looking through Amazon prime and it just came up. I was like, all right, cool. And Mitzi's like, Oh, it's a horror film. I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know about horror, but it's like horror suspense. And I was just blown away by by the cast and crew, which there was like five or six casts or the crew and three of the the three of the crew were We're also the actors, the actors and the director and the the camera person. I mean, they haven't added people yet to their stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just uh, now Lulu is doing more. That's like that. The other daughter, that was like the big addition to their crew. They added another member of the family. Yeah, which was their daughter, their other daughter. And I think it was just she wasn't doing it because she was going to college in another so. state. Yeah, yeah, yep. And now they're back. And Hellbender was the, the film that you know, was out on Shutter. Outrank Scream 2022 on some on... um. Watch Mojo's list of best horror movies. Really? I think Scream was six and they were five for best mm-hmm. horror movies of the year. Wow, man. That's that's uh, that's big. That's oh, big. Yeah, yeah. That's big. And they're always busy. And I I their their horror films are artistic. <laughs> but not the kind of artistic that I hate. No, not the artistic. That's that's not elevated horror. No, no, not at all. It's it's a beautiful. It's beautifully shot horror. You know, I mean, the the wide angle. It's just, it's awesome. And they're the the Adams family are absolutely unbelievably amazing. So yeah, yeah, very much. And they're all yeah. great people too. You know. Oh, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And speaking of Shudder, I mean, we got to talk to Eric. We got to talk to the senior vice president of programming, Samuel Which Zimmerman. Is a huge thing, you know, and that was such a one of our most popular episodes, by the way. I, I wouldn't doubt that. I wouldn't doubt that. So if 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 you're just coming in and this is the podcast that you're listening to to introduce you to to us you have to go back and you have to listen to to Zam Zimmerman talking about Shudder and and really how he kind of got into horror film it's really yeah. great it's really great um i mean and you know we got to talk uh like like a couple shows ago before our, our wrap-up show. I mean, actress Patrika Darbo. Which was such an honor. That's such an amazing lady. I mean, she is, 
what do you what would you call her the working actor one which of is the working class actors you know mm -hmm. there are always 500 and something episodes of days of our lives so far yes Countless and other soap operas um my one of my all-time favorite kills in a horror movie oh it was oh it was great man it was great um and what what uh what was was a horror movie um hatchet hatchet man they grabbed her and she was talking about like how they did that kill i do they ripped her head off from the jaw but no they didn't just do that it they made her head a pez dispenser that is true that's very true she talked about that and she's an emmy winner eric we've had yeah. emmy winners yeah, on our show crazy i mean i can't i can't get over the people that we get to talk to i really can't i really can't i can't believe they say yes to us yeah you know it's amazing the people that we've said yes to um and then of course the people we've said no to or this it hasn't worked like the flat earth person oh yeah we i wish got... that would have worked out but i was afraid that we might get sucked into it you know, I could see you getting sucked into it because I think the Earth is kind of oval. Well, no, the Earth is in shape of a sphere. It's not round. Well, no, I mean, an oval, more oval-ish. I mean, it's like oblong oval. Yeah, not oval teen, Larry. That's the chocolate milk. Son of a bitch. <laughs> oval teen. <laughs> you know, I didn't think oval teen was real till a few years ago. I just knew it because of the wine in Young Frankenstein. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Would you like something to drink? Then she names all the at the end. Oval teen. <laughs> oh, man. By the you way, know. I hope it doesn't happen for a hundred years, but when Mel Brooks passes away, that's going to be the saddest day of my life. Oh, man. He's made some really, really impactful movies. That would never get made today. <laughs> they would never. I mean, Nobody. Blazing, Blazing Saddle? Oh, man. Yeah. No. Off the they top of your head, top three Mel Brooks movies. Go. I like Spaceballs. Number one? I think so. Wow. Okay. I think so. I kind of like Blazing Saddles. That's, a, again, a com comedy classic. One of the greatest of all time. Yeah. Young Frankenstein has to be in there, man. They, you know, Young Frankenstein, I remember watching that when I was, a, like, a kid. And... And seeing like the parody of Franken, because I I love the black and white, the Universal monsters, yeah. right? But but to see <laughs> to see Franken, and he does putting on the Ritz <laughs> and Gene Wilder. Oh yeah. my God, Eric, those are the people that you look at, and I, aside from Willy Wonka, I don't think. You know, like I didn't maybe, and maybe it's because now, but I don't think Gene Wilder got the the credit he deserves. No, not at all. Nope. I mean, he did two great movies with Richard Pryor. 
I was going to say, hear no evil, see no see evil. See no evil. Then another one that I don't remember the name of. <laughs> it was amazing. And you are absolutely right when you say none of those movies could get made today. No way in hell, man. No, no way at all. way. Because it's, it's too woke. I mean, you can't yeah. make fun of stuff anymore. Who did we have on? We had a comedian on. A couple years ago, and I think it was he just starting. Something, huh? He wrote the comedy about the guy trying to get the movie made, and they told him there's no women in leadership, so he made all the women in leadership Nazis. <laughs> you just, man, people, we've got to lighten up. We got to lighten up because there's a lot of there's a lot of good stuff out there. Um. You know, one thing that I've learned with the podcast is understanding different people's points of view on things. Yeah. You know, yeah, sure. We don't we don't get into political things and stuff like that on the show, but being able to be more understanding to people who don't think the way I do, like, yeah, okay, there are some people who are more sensitive. Does it make them wrong? No. When it comes to jokes, it's like, I will, now that I know that's how you are, I will not make those type of jokes in front of you. I'm I, I'm willing to adapt for you. And that's called being respectful. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's a word we've lost, but something I've learned more doing the show. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, you never, you never maybe you do with comedy you you always want to you know punch it in the mouth you want to punch society in the mouth and go at what is going on with society i really really hate when comedians take what they do really seriously like you know comedians are the ones who go into society and punch it in the it's like no like gallagher come on oh yeah yeah rest yeah. in peace well i mean it didn't and wasn't like the Chappelle thing that was like yeah. this year right early this year yeah my god it seems so long ago but yeah i mean you know it's it it's things like that that and i'm not a comedian but as as a creative person you have to ask yourself do I do I want to do this? And what are is some of the consequences? It? Is it worth the outlash if I post this thing? Yeah, yeah. And I think, I think as a smaller person that is creative, you know, you don't want to rock the boat. Yeah, you know, because you're afraid of things. And I think it's okay to be afraid of things as long as you don't let that fear take over. Exactly. And again, that is stuff I've learned, you know, um, there are certain things I would love to post on Instagram, <laughs> but my first thought is, okay, if I post this, someone, you know, that Anthony sends on the show might see this yeah. and then it'll damper them or, you know, we're going to hopefully be making another movie this upcoming year mm -hmm. and we're friends with a mayor. And I don't yeah. want to post something that's going to make her go, whoa, yeah, no way. Now, is that limiting myself? 
No, because I'll do the jokes that I want to the people that matter, my friends. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, you just you you got to pick and choose. And, you know, speaking of Anthony, we had him. He's our last guest of the year, right? Yeah, it was Patrika and yeah. then Anthony. Yeah. And I mean, we talked to our first PR guy. Yeah. On the show. And it's it's just it's refreshing, Eric, to know that as creative people talking to other creative people we're we're on that path does that make sense we're yes, on that creative path that that creative people are on that's weird i know and it's like but when you when you want to create things you feel like you're maybe alone a lot of times right uh, and I, let me ask you, when you when you write, when you create, do you feel like like the, you're the only person you've isolated yourself? I think I have when it comes to the writing and the editing. Yeah. But all the other stuff like, you know, the script that I'm working on now. Yeah, it's the first. I mean, I do all my pre-writing. Yeah, the pre, it's I don't like saying the word the script is done. Because I know as soon as we cast this thing and do our first table read, I'm going to notice the chemistry between two people and go, oh, my God, we got to go in. So I like getting the groundwork done in isolation. Yeah. And then the big part of it as a celebration with other people. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I understand that. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... It's weird because, you know, when you do stuff by yourself and then you bring it to other people and then it kind of changes for the good, I think. Yeah, I mean, again, there is a lot of Hillsborough Road that changed during the table read or on set, you know. Yeah. People, you came up with a line that you wanted to do and I'm like, yeah, sure, let's do it. Again, I think my whole my this is what it's like to work on me i noticed some of the actors will come up to me like timid hey would it be okay if i tried da, da, da? and i go yeah sure yeah 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 and then then but hey man that's like being a respectful actor other actors other people may would be just like, go into business for themselves right right and you know and admittedly i think people work different but there's there's things that that surprise you about other about actors. I know it is with me because, you know, like when you're new to working with somebody, right? And they show you how creative they can be. Yeah. And and it's almost like they don't really ask you, but you know, during the rehearsal or being on set, you know, it kind of comes out that that they've done something a little bit different and they didn't ask you but man you were just like yeah that's great oh that's my great. god yeah 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 and so and it you know there's all maturity kinds of... and respect for yourself yeah also yeah. and not being an egotistical again i i'm a director not a dictator right 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 and i mean look Let's be let's let's be honest. There's some things that you you don't mind, you know, uh, you know, like people taking the liberty of actors and creative. Yeah. 
but there's other things that that I know from talking to you. No, I I can't change that. That this this has to be a particular. Exactly. This is this yeah. Which which absolutely you know is is totally fine and and understandable because ultimately you know that's see that's the part about when you're in a band. I don't think you, you being diplomatic is hard. You yeah. know, um, unless, you know, unless it just flows. And actually, by the way, I just found all our like Delta nine old CDs, oh, like man. our, our, our cuts. And so that just kind of reminds me, but being creative is, is awesome and crazy at the same time. You know, as we're nearing the end of the wrap up, um, I have a thing I'm going to ask you, but I also want to say that this whole episode is going to be dedicated to Darcy Warner, the amazing talent um, casting director that we met because of an Indiegogo she was doing called Legend of the Paperboys. And we had her on three times, twice on the something something, and then once on something about the unknown. And I always wanted her to be our casting director at some point for projects. Mm -hmm. And this year I went to, I got, you know, the Facebook notifications about people's birthdays Mm -hmm. and the fact that it was her birthday popped up. And before I hit happy birthday, I clicked onto her profile and found out she had passed away from breast cancer. And it was really devastating to me in a lot of ways because... And it just puts a whole perspective on things, Eric. It really does. It makes you appreciate the people that you have in your life so much more and makes you want to let them know you appreciate them. Yes, yes, yes. And, you know, maybe, maybe this is a good thing to say if there's something that you want to do whether yeah do it you've got to do it because you just don't know you don't know you just don't know yeah you know just you can't let things sit and wait and I think that's a big thing too. Going into 2023, much like 2020, uh, 2022, we, I, I, I personally can't let the fear of the unknown take a hold. And that's something I do a lot. You know, the unknown I'm, also a great podcast you can listen to old episodes of that's right that's right but here okay so last year i got to accomplish a thing i wanted to do my whole life two things i didn't think i would ever do and those were of course hillsborough road running the film festival interviewing Paige mckenzie has been on my list for a long time Man. so what are the three things you want to be doing creatively? Let's do one as a group, as our thing, and then two on your own, something you would like to accomplish. 
Hmm. Or it can be all three of us, you know, us together. Yeah. I think collectively, I think. Oh, man. I'd like to do the film festival again for sure. Again? Yeah. I okay. I would love to do that. I would love to do that. Um you know with the podcast Eric and I know we've said this and and I think I have to be better is <clears throat> to get cuz we have a great platform. We really right? do. We have a great platform and I want to use it to to bring out like good causes. Yeah. You know, I don't know what that is. I know it's out there. And I know since we're putting that out right now, I I'd love to to help with causes that we can get involved in. That would be really, really cool. And I mean, there's a lot we can do. We just have to ask. Um, one thing I would love more than, you know, the causes is beyond everything, but entertainment wise, I would love for us to become the podcast that people who do an Indiegogo or Kickstarter, like, hey, you know, if we go on the something something podcast, we know we're getting funded. Yeah. Yeah, that, that would, would be... be so awesome if we could become that podcast. That would be cool. That would be it. You're you're saying it. You're putting it out there. Exactly. So absolutely, it's going to happen. And you know, actually, before we get into our wrap up, it was quite. Well, I want to do my thing. You know what I want to see happen. Well, no, no, no. Thing. I know, but that's oh. part of the thing. Like we. I we we'll we'll go through it, but but that kind of goes with our 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 wrap up that we got from Spotify, yeah. right? Yeah, we're gonna get into that. But here's my yeah. three things. Um, I don't want to put finishing Hillsborough Road because that's no matter that's gonna it's happen. Done. That's not a it's done big thing. That's a a given. Yeah. Um, making slasher as soon as possible is a huge one. Mm -hmm. two man you know i've made a movie i always wanted to be a talk show host and technically i am one now the big thing i want to work somehow in wrestling not in ring i either want to be a booker or do commentary and oh man i always i this is side note I told you how Freddie Prince Jr. worked for the WWE, right? As a writer. Yeah, yeah now he's doing he, like a wrestling podcast. He's yeah, but he's also wants to start his own company. And it's the coolest thing because he wants it to be in one location and he wants it to be a sad show. So that way all the wrestlers will have insurance and retirement stuff. And you know did that you would say, be. Hmm? Did you say he wanted to be a sad show? Sag. Oh, Sag. Screen Actors Guild. Oh. So right. that way the the wrestlers will be taken care of. Oh, interesting. But aren't but, they, dude? They've got to be after. No, Sag. they're nothing. 
they they can't unionize because they're independent contractors. Yeah, but they're on TV. They can't. They tried to. Jesse, the body of Ventura, tried to unionize wrestlers, and Hulk Hogan stooge him out to Vince McMahon. Yeah, but but with the contracts, so there they don't get none. residuals or anything. They get their T-shirts, but they don't get other stuff. They can't go on strike. Man, Vince McMahon must be paying SAG after for them to stay away. Well, he's paying, you know, a lot of money to other people right now. But um, my big goal is to work somehow, even if it's a small local Jersey wrestling, there's Jersey Championship Wrestling. I would love to work with them. I just want to work. That's one of my biggest passions. And I would like to be able to monetize my Twitch and YouTube. Um, what other things would you like to accomplish, Larry? You know, continue to shoot and edit promos. You know, it's weird. I want to do a movie, but it takes so long. Like, it it takes long to do and i i realized you know we're going to be working on a movie but you know i like short form stuff i like i working on commercials and brand promos and music videos um i think probably cuz it's a little bit more immediate yeah i think you know um and you get to be <sighs> It's not more creative, but you can do more when when you do that. Because unless you write the script as this, you know, creative, crazy thing, it's just, it's setting up and shooting and doing all that, yeah. which is great. I love it. I love it. But I think the immediacy of of shooting commercials and just yeah. editing them and finishing them, because... You know, I mean, doing a movie is, it's not, I mean, it's not rocket science, but it's work. It right? is, you know, it's the most fun work in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But getting from the end of production, physical production, to the end of post-production, that's a lot of time. Because you and got of a lot course, of stuff. Pre-production. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Even pre-production is super fun. And the production of it is fun. But the post-production is the most tedious because, and it should be, because that's when everything comes, comes together. together. That's when it comes together. So shooting, shooting more, you know, promos and working with brands and companies and stuff. And I think it, I get to hone my craft even more of, yeah. you know, edits and, and, you know, just being better, pushing myself, you know, to be good. But and and don't get me wrong, editing a movie, you're still pushing yourself. Oh, very much. Yeah, but and not the way you would with a commercial or a music video. Yeah. Because the turnaround time is so much shorter. Yes. Yes. Thank you. That's very true. Um, and and again, that's where and that's why I say about the fear. I can't let the fear of, oh gosh. You know, I don't know if I don't even want to say that because the no fear is no fear. 
You just say yes, and it will take care of itself. And that's what I know. I just had a flashback to all those old no fear t-shirts <laughs> in the early 90s. Right, right. You know, that's weird because it, that puts a whole new spin on it because somebody knew something. And and yeah, that was like a marketing ploy. But I think every creative person needs to have a no fear attitude going into 2023. I think that's what we all need is a no fear and just do. And see, it's like the Nike thing. You just do it. Yeah. No fear and just do it. Right. All right. So now we're getting to the end of the show. But no, I wish this would have been live react reactions. Oh, I know. I, I flipped out. But it's so, still amazing. Anchor gives you your yearly wrap-up, kind of like Spotify does for what you listen to in music. But so in 2022, we created 1,492 minutes of new content. That's more than 82% of other creators in our category. And, and our category is film and TV or film and exactly, movies. Yeah. Right. And yeah. Uh, so wait, what was 80, 85%? 80%. So we're in the top 20% of film and TV. Yes. And film and TV. Yes. Really? I think they label us entertainment overall, but yes. Nice, man. That makes me proud that we do this okay then we're gonna get into the other stuff the cool graphics i like that again well i'm sorry 82 percent of other curators in the film and television category nice man i love that i love that eric yeah now i want to get into the thing <laughs> that meant the most to us Um, our biggest show of the year was with Jason, who wrote a book about chronic pain. Yeah. Yeah. That was our biggest. Chronic fatigue syndrome. Chronic fatigue syndrome. And, you know, I, as I'm going through the thing, I know it's going to be choppy as I speak because I got to talk and read, which is <laughs> two things I haven't mastered yet in life. <laughs> especially at the same time and if you added walking oh my god i'm doomed <laughs> okay we are popular in eight countries eight nice the top five are america canada the united kingdom nigeria and australia okay um, nigeria if our Nigerian listener is listening to this episode, hit us up. That I mean, I think there's a uh, I, I think there's a big is there a big film community in Nigeria? I believe there is, yes. Man, oh man. Yeah, if you're listening to Nigeria and, and Australia you're... and the United Kingdom or Canada or <laughs> America, right? Hit us up because we want to talk to you. Yeah, we, look. Hit us up, like go to Instagram or it's right there. I think, you know, in our description, like hit us up, send us, you know, some information. And, you know, Eric, actually, as an aside to that, really, 
I we've been hit up before quite a few times on yes. email. So bring it on. The more the merrier. But Nigeria <laughs> um, is amazing. From July 3rd to July 9th, you had we had 742 more listeners compared to our average week. Wow. That's wild and crazy. Yeah. We're getting into the thing that <laughs> meant the most to us. It was really, really humbling when I heard all of the, when I read. Wow. So a lot of waiting, a lot of dead air. Man. Okay, here we come to the devoted. This is cool. Yeah, it's a lot of waiting, but yeah. trust me. Okay, we have, these are, we have, uh, you know what, I'm going to get right into the big thing, the top threes. Okay. And this is the devoted, right? This are, These are people that actually listen yes. to us. Okay. Okay, so uh, there are 55 people out there who have us in their top 10 podcast. 55 people. That were their top 10. Then there are another five people. Well, then there are 39 people who have us in their top five. That's wild. And then there are 18 people out there. It's going to give me a minute. Who have us as their number one podcast. 18 people. See, <laughs> that's pretty freaking cool. Now, again, if, if they're hate listening, cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty freaking cool. Yeah, it's so, because I wonder often, you know, does any of this matter? I talk, I talked to you about that. How, yeah. you know, that's what I've been going through this past two months, wondering, does any of this stuff we do matter? But those three things was like, man, wow. There are people out there who, when they see a new podcast drop by us, they're like, oh man, I got to listen to it. I know. I know. 55 people. Have us in their top 10. Yeah. 18, 18 people have us in their top five. Yes. And then 18. We love you guys. Oh, my God. All of you guys. People. It's like. Yeah. See, that's weird because, you know, when I asked Patrika about her <laughs> Emmy win and she said it was like nothing else. This is our little Emmy win. <laughs> it really is. You know, and again, this is just two guys in their respective bedrooms on cheap microphones i mean doing it and, and talking our passion people who dig our who wear their favorite podcast not not that we're we're their favorite but you know well they no look, Eight, we're, 18 we're their, people we're top one baby yeah we're the top for 18 people that's gonna be our new uh we're gonna put out an ad 18 people have this so, I want us to. You, we should make T-shirts. Oh, uh, we got. Oh, there are that's another people. thing. 
So I'm I'm 18 people's favorite podcaster. That's right. That's right. And speaking of that, you can go to our our Instagram and we have our our um wait, hold on, Larry. Larry, really think about that. What about the 18 people? Yeah. I know. I know, Eric. It's like pretty. It makes me want to work harder for these people that we talked about. You know, not just the eighteen. <laughs> it's and all it, the people who look forward to our show. I know. I it's know. Like, oh my god. I know. We we really. I we re we're really doing something right if it comes to that. Yeah. You know, and it makes, I mean, look, I, I feel we I'm so make giddy. our mom's t-shirts that say, <laughs> I know. my son is 18 people's Stop. podcast. I know. I know. It just, and then it it'll makes... be the description of what a podcast is. Man. Congratulations, Mr. Congratulations, Kazo. Larry. This is so meaningful. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going through it again. It, it's 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 pretty awesome. It makes you feel good. So, and thank you everybody for kind of yes, thank you all so much validating what we do. And and I I love it. And I'm like listening to those stats. I mean, you know, other people love it. And just the... but you when we first started. Mm -hmm. And we were on YouTube and it was just me and you every week. No guest, no yeah. anything. Oh. You know, did you ever think it would get this big? No, no. I I mean, honestly, it was just something, you know, to talk, you know, to get together and talk. And now it's become. And to promote stuff. We'll be honest. Yeah. You know, oh, it was yeah. always meant Hillsborough Road was at its very beginnings then. Oh, super. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you, when you think about it, you know, you never really, I don't think you go into like doing a podcast thinking about, you know, like where you're going to be in the next couple of years, because I know, I know just for me, you know, talking to people and getting to talk to people and creative people, you know, with great projects, um, <laughs> you know, I mean, grew up listening to Howard Stern and obviously listening to the radio. And then you, you become that person and you get to talk to all these cool people. So, yeah, <clears throat> I just found out. Oh, no. I want to see if we can download the. The facts. Oh, wait, I could save his image. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to put we're going to put our, our wrap up, obviously, our, our graphics and stuff up so you can go check out um, our our graphics. But let's um, read. Let me read this again. Yeah. You're a top 10 podcast for 55 people. You're a top 10. You're a top five podcast for 39 people. You're a top podcast for 18 people. No, how? How I don't know how that happened, man. But I love it. Yeah. I love it more than anything. It. Yeah, I love it. I love it, and I thank and thank you, Eric, <laughs> for doing this. Thank you, and thank you, everybody, for 
for letting us do it and liking it. <laughs> yeah, that's, we feel like beautiful. Sally Field right now, you know? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. And what I'm going to take pictures of this because it's not letting me download. Oh, yeah, dude. 2023 is going to be a big year, even bigger. We're going to be we're going to be doing more. It's going to be a busy, busy year. Um, we're going to have more guests, obviously. So I can't. And more shows. You know, we just discussed yeah. doing something that's going to be really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And we got to do more lives, more Instagram lives. <clears throat> we just need to have more time in the day. I know. There's got to be two more at least another hour to the day would be nice. At least that could be our Instagram live hour. Yeah. Hey, we should do an Instagram live after dark. Um, I'm asleep then, man. Well, no, oh, I have insomnia, so <laughs> I'm trying to fall asleep then. <laughs> no, man. 2020, 2022 has been a great year. Yes. You know, um, coming out of 2020, 2021. <clears throat> um, you know, I guess 2022 was a year of maybe reflection and getting stuff done and, you know. Yeah. Um, but 2023 is, is going to ramp up to even bigger and better things. And it's not just us. It's also for the world. You know, I think that. Oh, man, I didn't think the world was ever going to be normal again. Mm. Yeah. I know we were going to close out, but we're just getting longer. Yeah. I honestly thought, you know, I, I think I told you once at my lowest during 2020, I had these fears that kids would be arguing going one day, you're lying. People always have to wear masks. God. <clears throat> I imagine. Yeah. You know, I honestly, there was that whole thing, the new normal. And I was always saying, no, it's the new right now. Yeah. And we were proven right. Yeah. Thank God. Thank God. Look, man, we're a strong country. We're a strong, yeah. we're strong people. Yeah. You know, and we can do anything that we set our mind to. 2023 is not just our year. It's our year. Yes. Yes. Everybody's year. Everybody's year to, to, to create. To be creative. We've, we've healed our wounds. Now it's time to take back. That's right, man. After the darkness, the sun. There's yeah. always the sun. And you've got to look at it just like that. You got to pull yourself up and you got to do it. And that's that's actually I guess that that's my motto. Yeah. You gotta pull yourself up and do it. You know, and actually talking to Vivian today, you know? Yeah. I mean you we're we're all going to go through stuff we're all going to go through our crap but it's how we go through it and come out to do wonderful <clears throat> and beautiful things it really is um that's the deal and i think that's the best way to end the show um everybody happy new year and we will see you next year <laughs>